I'm Michael Movestro, and you're listening to the Vegas Bright Podcast, episode 25. On this episode, just going to shoot the shit, maybe read a listener email, talk about some things, you know, Vegas things, all Vegas, all the time. Why not? Uh, also, we have the Vegas news around the web, uh, followed by the Vegas Bright Weekend Review. So keep it tuned, streamed, or playing right here. The Vegas Bright Podcast is available on Vegas Radio Network, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course, on VegasBright.com. Welcome to the Vegas Bright Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Movestro. I am the chief editor of VegasBright.com, and it's good to be here again doing the podcast thing. Did not do a podcast last week, uh, so I am doing a podcast this week, and then there's going to be another short break for the podcast of about two weeks, and returning back for the podcast itself on December on December 11th. So this is the last episode until December 11th. Uh, come back on December 11th. I will be discussing my and my wife's Vegas trip that we will be doing beforehand and give you the scoop on what's going on and what we did and what we saw and all that wonderful stuff. So that'll be a fun episode. And then that episode might or might not be the last one of the year because you know how it is the last two weeks of the year you know things are busy doing stuff you know so gotta see but that's the way it's gonna look that's what it's looking like right now and uh so we'll see what happens with that uh i've also of course been working on my music making the time to finish that album i've come uh a long way in a short time I've narrowed uh, the album down to the final 16 tracks or the final 15 tracks, but I actually kind of started a new one. Uh, so, cause it just sort of came together and it was pretty cool. The shit that happened. So I was just like, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll add this one in there. You know, if I decide to work on it more, but right now we're, it's down to about, it's the final 15 tracks. So I'm excited about that. And it gives me a clear path of what I'm going to, Work on, focus on, focus my energy on. Six of those songs are ready for the mastering process, so I just got to bring all the other ones up to speed. So that's what's going on with that, uh, in case you were wondering. Uh, So that being said, um, hey, how's everyone doing? You know, it is uh, Thanksgiving this week here in the United States, which means there's going to be a lot of travel going on, and we're going to have a short week at Vegas Bright as well. Uh, We will have articles this week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and that'll be it for this week. There will be no articles on Thursday or Friday. The shit you may have missed article, which goes up on Friday, will be be posting the following Monday, uh, and we'll probably just shift everybody over one day. Uh, And then it's going to be that way the following week as well, where shit you may have missed will be on the following Monday. Uh, but we will have articles all week, the week after Thanksgiving. And then we'll see what happens the week after that, because i got to play a lot of catch-up 
from my trip. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, so that's what's going on with Vegas Bright stuff. That's going on with me stuff. But enough about me. How are you guys doing? I hope you guys and gals out there are doing well. Possibly you're just like me. You went out and did a shit ton of shopping today. Got a lot of cooking to do this week, maybe. Uh, maybe some of you guys are traveling. I know it's a big travel week. Uh, I know some people who are actually already starting their Thanksgiving week and have gone to other states and are there all week long. Uh, so it's uh, you know kind of an exciting time around this kind of this time of year. And uh, what can I say? I'm excited about the food. I'm going to be cooking like a madman on Wednesday night. I, I tend to do a lot of the cooking for Thanksgiving. I make turkey. I make stuffing from scratch. From scratch, not not stovetop. No, 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 no. No stovetop stuffing for me. I make it from scratch. That's the way I like to cook. That's that's, that's the way. And I, I don't cook with... I don't always cook. But when I do, <laughs> I cook from scratch. But, uh, yeah, it's stuffing from scratch. I, from everything. Just everything from scratch. Uh, so that's, that's the way I do it. It comes out delicious. Fucking delicious. Sorry. Anyway, I'm really excited about that. I can't wait. So that's, uh, that's basically it. So I'm going to, we're going to do Vegas news around the web. We're going to do, uh, this week in Vegas bright. And then I got a, a listener email things we don't need in Las Vegas. Uh, it's, it's interesting. So I'm going to share that with you guys as well. Uh, so, uh, we'll be back after this. VegasBright.com. We're not only a podcast. We cover news about shows, hotels, restaurants, and gambling. We also feature the Vegasy buzz around town, like new construction, renovations, and future openings, as well as reviews of places to eat, experiences, hotel stays, and new things to do. And occasionally, we offer a sneak peek behind construction walls to see how a new place is coming along. VegasBright.com. And welcome back to the Vegas Bright Podcast, episode number 25. 25, that's that's a quarter of a hundred. Yeah, 25. All right, and now it's time for Vegas News Around the Web. Eater Vegas reports Alto Bar has opened at Caesars Palace. The newest bar in Las Vegas features an open floor plan overlooking the casino floor at Caesars Palace. The new Alto Bar takes over the former home of Seahorse Lounge near Omnia Nightclub at the resort and becomes the largest lounge at Caesars Palace. Also from Eater Vegas, Taco Bell Cantina has opened on the corner of Harmon and Las Vegas Boulevard. Our Big AZ Marty points out that it is right next door to the McDonald's. The 24-hour restaurant features a retail shop, freeze wall, digital menu boards, an open kitchen, dishes meant to share, and touches of Vegas throughout. From Vinyl Vegas, more shows are closing, 53X at Paris, and Band of Magicians at Tropicana. From the Las Vegas Sun, Ricky Martin has announced his Las Vegas headlining residency during a press conference at the new Park Theater at Monte Carlo, Las Vegas. Martin's residency begins April 5th, 2017, with dates in April, June, July, and September. Vegas News reports that this year's holiday tree lighting at the Link Promenade will be lit by Donnie and Marie. Well, wait, that was the 19th, which is the date I'm recording this right now. Well, if anything, just go see the tree, but uh, Donnie and Marie won't be there. Uh, from the Las Vegas Review Journal, Norwegian Air Shuttle is curbing summer Las Vegas service as it finds that it is too hot to operate. And also news that just came in 
today. This is after we put up the shit you may have missed article. The Lucky Dragon has opened. The Lucky Dragon opened today. Uh, right now, recording this, it is November 19th. Uh, and it has opened today, November 19th. The doors opened at 6.30 p.m. I found out that it was opening yesterday, I believe. No, Friday, Thursday night. I was uh, snooping around their website. I heard that they were offering their email list um, rooms for $88 a night beginning on the 24th. And I was snooping around their website and looked at the rooms. And I saw that you were able to book rooms starting on the 19th. And I was like, oh, shit, it's going to open on the 19th, not the 24th. And, of course, everyone else figured it out, too. Uh, So (laughs) what I thought I was going to be... Me being there for opening day, I mean, it's, it's it's still the grand opening, but I mean, there's going to be pictures all over this bitch, all over the internet by the time I'm there. But yes, the Lucky Dragon is open. If you're in town or plan to be in town before the grand opening, which is on December 3rd, just walk right in and have yourself a good time because the grand opening is just, you know, some sort of a hoopla ceremony, but the place is actually open. So check it out. Have yourself a good time. There's five restaurants there. There's... Uh, I'm not sure what the gaming is like, actually, but hopefully I'll be finding out more soon. And that's going to do it for Vegas News Around the Web. You can find these and other stories in our article, Shit You May Have Missed While Living La Vida Loca. And we'll be back after this. VegasBright.com, the Vegasy website where the parking is free. And welcome back to the Vegas Bright Podcast. Not that you went anywhere because it's a podcast, but maybe you did. Maybe you got to work or something and you had to hit pause and maybe you're driving home now. I don't know. I think I think this episode usually runs within a good range of being able to listen to the whole thing, unless there's a whole shit ton of things to talk about, like if it's a trip report or something like that, then it's going to go on for a bit. But yes, so what are we doing right now? I'm totally lost. Oh, yes, right, right. It's And now it's time for the Vegas Bright Week in Review. You know, I got to get like a thing for that. I don't have a thing for it. Maybe in the, in the new season, I'll, I'll get like some, like a week review or some shit like that. No, whatever. All right, let's get to it. <clears throat> uh, let me clear my throat. Clearing my throat. Okay, here we are. And it's time for the Vegas Break Week in Review featuring the stories we brought you last week. Blonde Forever stayed at the Plaza Las Vegas and got us some scoop. The big part of that scoop being that they're going to keep their pool open all year round. Now, they have a heated pool, so it shouldn't be an issue. However, everything outside the pool is, you know, kind of open air. So I'm concerned that it's still going to be kind of cold for a pool. But apparently, Canadians are cool with this. The Canadians love this kind of shit. So, you know, if you can get out of a warm water pool in temperatures that are like, you know, 35 to 40 degrees, and you're okay, and you're okay with it, that's cool, that's cool. Me, personally, uh, it's a bit, uh, I don't know about that. Maybe they'll get a dome or something like they do at the Marquee Day Club or whatever that is. Uh, Greg C. captures the nighttime lights of the Lucky Dragon Las Vegas, which is open now, by the way, in case you missed that. Yep, they are open. They are indeed open. Don't wait for the grand opening on December 3rd. Just go show up and have fun because the grand opening is just a ceremony. Uh, but yes, so they are open and Greg C. captured pictures of it last week and, you know, myself and some of the readers and people on Twitter uh, having a little bit of concern for how it looks because it's just, it just, it's, 
I don't want to say monstrosity. It's just they emphasize the color red so much, but their neon is white. And it's it looks like little insect legs, maybe, or some really badly designed lightning effects. It's just it looks I don't want to say it looks horrible. But it does. So, yeah, I mean, check it out. It's I don't know what they're going for. If I was driving by this place, I said this in the article, if I was driving by, I would think it's just a hyped up, you know, Asian cuisine res- restaurant. It doesn't scream casino. Uh, it doesn't scream, you know, anything like, you know, anything like that. It's just they don't even have the words casino on on the building anywhere. Like, got to let people know. And their and their sign looks like anything I've, I've seen. Listen, I've seen... Chinese takeout places that have signs that look just like that. It, 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 uh, they got to do better. But the inside, as I understand it, is absolutely beautiful. So, yeah. So, but the outside, yeah, they could do, they could do a little something with that sign. I think. I mean, you know, they, they could do it. Just saying. Matty Ice uh, wrote an article. It's a little bit of a rant, uh, and he wants to keep Las Vegas, Las Vegas, and he talks about uh, finding. Uh, Las Vegas's history in Las Vegas and how uh, places uh, should be preserving that history of Las Vegas. And you should check it out. It's a really great read. Uh, Kelly Lamrock compares Beer Park to Beer House in his Battle of the Beer Gardens. Great read there. Uh, a lot. Some of our readers pointed out the CNF charge at Beer Park, which was made, uh, made which everybody was made aware of by Vital Vegas. Uh, I don't think he's too concerned about that, though. Uh, Kelly Lamrock, you know, he's... You know he's he makes money, uh, but yeah he he's uh well he did a really great comparison of of what the atmosphere is like the kind of drinks that you can have and from the article I'm kind of liking Beer House I'm leaning I'm I'm personally leaning more towards Beer House I think I would check it out um, I, what I do like about Beer Park is you know the view and stuff so you know that you're like he you said you're definitely drinking a beer in Las Vegas because you, know, you can see everything around you but I don't I, I would definitely check out Beer House I think uh, it, it seems like a I have some some beers there, some craft beers that I've never heard of in my life, and I uh, always wanted to try out a new one. Uh, so yeah, check out that article. Genadius uh, shares pointers on futures betting at the sports book, which is something I learned because I don't really know much about sports book betting and how all that goes, and everything I know I, I of that I know from Genadius, and it's a good article. So if you have no idea what futures betting is, or you have an idea but you're not quite sure, or you're just plain old interested. Go and check it out. Uh, and Michael James brought us some scoop that Binion's famed poker room is now only open for special events. Uh, they have moved a good portion of the poker tables to the casino floor. Uh, so there's like a little poker area on the casino floor now as opposed to there just being that dedicated room. That dedicated room is very famed, very historic, probably one of the most historic poker rooms in all of Las Vegas. Of course, uh, it's the birthplace of the World Series of Poker, and many famed uh, poker players of the past. Pictures are on the wall. There's an autographed poker table in there. I mean, it's, 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 a, historic, it's a historic place. Uh, but now, only for special events uh, and special tournaments. And also, I shared pictures of Bellagio Conservatory's 
Harvest show, uh, which will be wrapping up at the end of, I believe, the end of this week, actually. I think it runs through the 24th or the 25th, and then it's going to go dark as they break it down and get ready to set up the holiday show. So if you are in town this week and you have not seen the Harvest show, go and check it out. Uh, Let's see. Anything else? Did I miss anything? No, I think I'm good. All right. That's it for the Vegas Bright Weekly Review. You can also see these stories and the articles they link to in our article, Shit You May Have Missed While Living La Vida Loca. Uh, The same article with our Vegas Around the Web stuff for last week. And when we come back, I will be reading a listener email of things we don't need in Las Vegas. Keep it tuned, streamed, or playing. And Scott loves when I say that right here. VegasBrights.com All your Vegasy things, no resort fees. And welcome back to the Vegas Bright Podcast. Did I mention it was episode 25? It's, it's like a milestone kind of an episode. It's kind of like I want to have like a best of and like remember the good times. Like that time I got drunk and like that time I found out what free shower in your room means. <laughs> I think that's still one of my favorite moments. I'm not sure. All right. So anyway, we got a listener email. Uh, we'll just call this guy Paul. And uh, he says, we've had Vegas musts. What about things we don't need in Vegas? He goes on to say, things I would include in my list, televisions and bathrooms. You're in the greatest entertainment city on earth. Do you really need to watch TV while you brush your teeth? Electric drapes, a total waste of time and money. Who do you think pays for such nonsense? Surely you can manage to open the curtain by hand? Two sinks in the bathroom. Why? Totally unnecessary. And then he says, The panhandlers and con artists on Fremont Street and the Strip. These people do nothing except to irritate you and distract you from the genuine buskers. And finally, resort fees. These are just a con. Daylight robbery making you pay for something that should be included or that you don't need anyway. Away with them, says Paul. And uh, so I had a feeling this guy is probably from the UK. But uh, then I saw the email address, and I'm like, definitely from the UK, I think. Anyways, Paul, let me uh, uh, let me comment on, on your email here, man. Uh, I always like a, a decent rant every now and then. Um, not too many of them though. I mean, it is Vegas bright, not Vegas gloomy. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, let's check this out. So he says, things I would include in my list, televisions and bathrooms. You're in the greatest entertainment city on earth. Do you really need to watch TV while you brush your teeth? Paul, I only speak for myself here. Um, you know, Vegas bright, we don't have a hive mind where we all have to think the same thing. Uh, which is cool because we celebrate individuality. But for me personally, I like the TV in the bathroom, especially if it's in the mirror, because how cool is that to have a TV in the mirror? So when I would go to the Flamingo, I would put on the TV, but I wouldn't just watch anything. I wouldn't just like, you know, flip on, you know, fucking Three's Company or shit like that. Uh, But what I would do is I would find the very touristy channel, uh, which is the Flamingo. I want to say is channel 34 or 39. I think it's channel 34. At the time it was 34. It might have changed. But what's cool about that is it does ads for all the Vegas shows and restaurants and things like that. So when I'm getting ready to start my Vegas day, I have that on and I have that channel on. And, you know, it gives me some good, you know, uh, some suggestions. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy. 
I'll be there brushing my teeth or I'll be taking my shower or whatever, you know, and I'll have the I'll have the volume up and you know, it's talking about these shows and these restaurants and it kind of makes me think, yeah, maybe I should go see that. Oh, maybe I should go try that. Maybe I should go do this. So I just kind of like having it on. It, it it sounds weird, but Vegas advertising that advertising gets me more in a Vegas mood when I'm there. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'm here now. I can do these things. Me personally, I like the TV in the mirror. That's that's just me though. That's just me though. I'm I'm, I'm I, I don't speak for everybody, but me, that's why I like it. That's why I like it. Uh, let's go on to the next thing. <laughs> Electric drapes, a total waste of time and money. Who do you think pays for such nonsense? Surely you can manage to open the curtain by hand. Well, well, Paul. Uh, again, I I pay for such nonsense. Actually, uh, and, and you know, I mean. It isn't like I I have to have a room with electric drapes. I don't go looking for features of electric drapes, but it's nice when it's there. It's nice that you know when you wake up in Vegas and you flip that switch and the curtain opens and it's all majestic if you have a strip view. But if you're looking at like you know another building or something lame, probably not so much. It, it ain't worth the electric drape effect at all. <laughs> it's like. Da, da 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 total shit. So it isn't worth it. Uh, I, I was, but if you have like a strip view, you know, and you're just laying in bed, you know, maybe you're cuddling with someone, you know, maybe, you know, you just wake up and hey, baby, what's going on, you know, and you know, just like hit the little switch, you know, and the majesty of the strip awaits, you know. Um, I like it. It's a nice feature. Um, but yeah, of course I can open a drape by hand. Uh, but it's just nice. It's just. It's a convenience, really, and I could take it or leave it, but uh, if it's there, I'll take it. Um, again, I only speak for me. Uh, I don't speak for everybody, but it's just nice to have when it's there. I've never actually seen like an electric drapes fee, though. When you say who pays for such nonsense, I'm like, well, people who go for that room, I would assume. Uh, but yeah, I know the Flamingo Go rooms have that as well. It's, it's almost like you were thinking about like the Flamingo Go room and just like you kind of hate it. So you want to list everything you could. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Two sinks in the bathroom. Why? Totally unnecessary. Y- you know, yeah, kind of. I mean, for me personally, even when I go, even when I go with my wife, we don't get ready at the same time. You know, it's it's you know she'll go take her shower and. I'll pop on Twitter and see what's going on. And then when you know she's all done and gets out, then I'll go in and I'll get ready for the day. So, I mean, I don't know. I was, you know, people are, you know, traveling together and, you know, know each other like that and like to brush their teeth next to each other or whatever the case is. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't really see the point in it. I mean, the, the one thing that does come in handy is that, you know, if it's two sinks, you know, I can, I can shave at one and, you know, just use that as my sink and like my wife can use the other one as hers. And then, you know, don't got to worry about having little shavings on the sink, you know, and all that. Cause it's like, well, it's, you know, you're not using that sink anyway, but it's, yeah, it's minor things really, but it isn't a big deal. Um, the next thing you say is panhandlers and con artists on Fremont and the strip. Yeah. Yeah. Taking away from the true buskers, the genuine buskers that, yeah, I'll give you that. Um, Certainly is an inconvenience. Um, not everybody who is asking for money uh, and saying that they're homeless actually is. Uh, this has been proven uh, via videos that uh, people have taken where they had a you know, hidden, mic- hidden microphone, hidden camera, and 
you know, find out some dude actually has a house out there. He just, you know, panhandles saying he's homeless to get money. And it's unfortunate. And uh, I don't think that the actual homeless should be swept away, though. I think there needs to be a better system in place in uh, Nevada uh, uh, for the homeless and, you know, to provide you know, opportunities, you know, shelter and opportunities and to work out from being homeless to, you know, being employed and, you know, having a job somewhere, maybe, you know, able to, you know, live, you know, outside of a, of a shelter system. Uh, so, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel very passionate about that. I mean, a lot of people who ended up homeless, you don't really, you know, we don't all know the story of how they ended up there. It's possible that some would just, flat out addicted to drugs or whatever and sometimes people just fall on really bad times or just make some really stupid decisions and it's part of life you know but uh there should be a way to you know assess who is out there uh and to you know find uh some sort of a path for them to get on a road to recovery and then to be able to stand on their own feet uh, get employed get a place to live um so I'm I'm totally for that kind of stuff. Uh, the genuine buskers, though, they are great. Um, most of them. There's this one chick who sings opera while playing the accordion. She's a lot of fun. But there was this one dude on the bridge when I was in <laughs> Vegas. Uh, man, when was that? It was was it a month ago? My, my last trip. And uh, there's this there's this guy, and uh, he was a brother, and he was just there, and he had a cup on the ground, and he was standing. And he was singing, and I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to tell you how much I gave him, but it was it was more than what you would expect. Anyway, he was just standing there, right? And he's like, put a book in my cup, and I will shut the fuck up. And he just kept doing that. So I'm like walking by him, and I was like, you know what? If someone gives you a book, I hope you don't shut the fuck up, because I think you should keep going. That's That's brilliant. And I gave him... A decent amount of money, but I'm not gonna say what. Uh, but yeah, the yeah 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 yeah. I, I, I see what you mean, you know, uh, about cleaning it up over there. Um, oh, where did it go? Did I just lose that email? Where did it go? I put my phone down. And I touched something, and now okay, here it is. I'm back. All right, and let's see. Panhandlers, con artists. Okay, resort fees. These are a con. Daylight robbery, making you pay for something that should be included or that you don't need anyway. Uh, away with them. Banish them all, the resort fees, I'd say. Uh, yeah, well, resort fees are sort of a sort of a dick move, uh, and they've always sort of been a dick move. And uh, as I understand it, uh, it's it's done. Resort fees are done to make hotel prices look cheaper than they are. One company started doing this, uh, and of course, everyone's thinking they're getting a great deal at this hotel. So we'll call it Hotel A. Hotel A started doing this. Uh, and customers not realizing that they're getting duped, all going to Hotel A and then Hotel B and C and all that ended up following suit. I think uh, there's some sort of legislation or there was some sort of a uh, something was supposed to happen. I'm not sure if it was congressional or not. And I'm, I'm fuzzy on the details, but there was I'm not sure if it was a bill that was going to be passed uh, or something like that to end resort fees. And all the hotels are actually aboard with it. 
They just want to like list their actual prices instead of dealing with angry people all the time who didn't realize they were going to get charged more. Uh, so, I mean, the hotels are on board to end that whole thing, but it doesn't mean that your rooms will be cheaper. It means that you, they will just list the actual price that you're going to pay for the room. So if it's like $45 a night and there's a $30 resort fee, um, it's going to just say $75 a night. So it doesn't make your room cheaper but it doesn't hide the resort fee either. And that's the thing that they're working on. So that was it. That was uh, from Paul sharing the things that Vegas don't need. He sent that a while back and I just didn't know if that was going to be an article or something or whatever. And I just figured, nah, we do it on the podcast. It seems like a good a conversation to have. So there you have it. And that's going to do it, I think, for this show for the sure it's gonna do it for the Vegas Bright sure today on the Vegas Bright podcast I'm not I'm not sure who I'm trying to sound like there I was I was trying to get like a good Sammy Davis Jr. going but it ended up uh sounding more like Dr. Evil I think so that that didn't work out that didn't work out too well at all uh yeah so why don't we just go ahead and go right into wrapping this episode up yeah let's do that okay so uh for greg c blonde for oh, wait a minute wait a minute i forgot to do shout outs uh, what i'm not gonna edit this i'm just gonna go right into the shout outs and then i'll say i'll say all to my all to my vegas bright stuff all right this is what happens when i do shit in the middle of the night time to get some shout outs where shout outs are due to scott from the vital vegas podcast check him out at vitalvegas.com to Mark Melser from Edge Vegas. Check him out at edgevegas.com. Yo, Mark, listen, you got to go. You got to go to Papaya King. I know it's not Grays. I know it's not Grays. And uh, trust me, I was a Grays fan too. But it, hey, it's going to be awesome. You got to check it out. Go get a dog. Write a fucking article. Take some pictures for me. Jesus, dude. Go fucking. It's Papaya King, dude. Uh, for those of you listening, it's a conversation Mark and I had at uh, some point this week over over dm'd on twitter because i found out the papaya king was opening in las vegas and i was like what um it's a new york thing there's papaya king there's gray's papaya i was i was more into gray's papaya the dogs are just they just they just always tasted better there than that papaya king but it's you know it's it's an affordable like really low rolling meal it's like everyone's been there where you gotta have a couple of hot dogs you know <laughs> It's like, and that's what you're living on. So, but yeah, it's like, it's sort of a big deal. It's like, it's like flashbacks, like crazy if you're in New York City, but check it out. Um, I think it, I think it opened at Harmon Center or something. I forget where it was. Eater Vegas had an article on it. Uh, but yeah, that's what that's about. All right. So back to where I was doing to Adam from the Vegas Fanboy podcast. Check him out at VegasFanboy.com. Uh, to whatever happened to Chris at Faces and Aces, you know, if you, it's like this, if you haven't done a podcast in five months, you don't get a shout out anymore. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. I'm sorry, Chris, but hey, you know, you hurt people's feelings over here. Now I'm kidding. Chris, do your thing, man. Come on. Come on, dude. Do your thing. Chris of the Faces and Aces LV podcast. You should check him out. He hasn't done anything new recently, but he's got a lot of good old stuff there. You should check it out. Uh, let's see. To Mike, Karen, and Tony, the 360 Vegas podcast. You can check him out at 360vegaspodcast.com. Speaking of Tony, a shout out to him and Jason at the Vice Lounge Online podcast. I don't know why I'm doing this voice. I don't know why I'm doing this voice. To Mark Duvall and Dr. Mike 
at You Can Bet On That Gambling Podcast. You can check it out at youcanbetonthat.com. To Mitch and Dr. Kev at Tipping the Odds Las Vegas. Check them out at Tipping the Odds Las Vegas.com. And Cousin Vito. Of course, now that I'm talking about an Italian, I don't sound Italian. But to Cousin Vito at the Cousin Vito's Casino Podcast. I believe it's CousinVitosCasino.com, I think, but just just Google it. Just just Google Cousin Vito's Casino, and, and you'll get it. All right. Also, to everyone at VegasBright.com, to Greg C., Blonde Forever, Big AZ, Marty, Paper Poster, Genadius, Michael James, Kelly Lamrock, Matty Ice, Greg Bennett, Fisherman, who's finally on the team page. I told you I was going to do it. It's a sailor dude. Michelle La Palma, George Adams, Alex, Costalova. I'm Michael Movestro. Thank you for joining us for episode 25 of the Vegas Bright Podcast. We will see you not next week. We will see you not the week after that. But we will see you in three weeks on December 11th, where my wife and I will be talking about our Vegas trip. Until then, stay Vegas and stay bright.